Oh, I know what I was thinking. We've done this whole podcast, and you haven't even said who you are. Oh, I'm Ellis Rodriguez. Safi, who's on the other day, mm-hmm. and it was so. I miss Miriam. I know she's great. It was good to see her. It's good to see all the comedians, and credit to her because she's actually doing the um, comedy in the park. Yes. So for us, uh, for us plebes who got to do the open mic, still, you know, I'm just kidding. But um, what's a plebe? It's like uh, it's like the old school word for a peasant. It was okay. like peasants in ancient Rome. Like yeah. So uh, it's no. I'm gonna so, add that to the twa. That's hell right. yeah, man. Yeah, fucking plebes. Yeah, plebes. You can call. I think it might be pronounced plebs, but it's p. It's plebeians is the whole word. A plebeian or plebeian. P l e b i a n or e n. But it's basically like a peasant or a. a, 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 a so when you say when you're calling people plebes, you're talking about like the open mic comics that are struggling. Yeah, I mean, you're okay. still you know open micers. I need an. I guess I need a new name for them because I call the. If you're not a comedian at all, I call them muggles. Muggles? <laughs> muggles to, is a great word for non-comics. I yeah, like it. I used I to like call them it. civilians. But now um, I like muggles because uh, I don't even watch those movies. But Mugblood is actually a really like – so like bookers mm-hmm. or you know, Dude. Like certain people that are in the scene but they're not comics. But they get it, mm-hmm. like the vibe. Credit to J.K. Rowling. She, could, she came up with some great ethnic slurs. I mean, say what you want Shut about up. Harry Potter, but Mudblood mm-hmm. – Dude, that is that's some vile shit. You thought I thought that I was reading some like eugenics book about mudbloods. Yeah, oh I never God. read them. I love the term. Right, I like most. It's great. Terms, though. It's great. Muggles <laughs> also too. Also too. It was great too. Muggles. So how are you, man? Like we were just talking recent uh, earlier. Like COVID comedy's a bitch, dude. It is. They're reopening everything a tiny, tiny, tiny bit at a time. Then they. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a strip tease in this fucking 30s, too. It's like a little bit of, no, no shows. Like, no, 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 no. A little tease show. And so, uh, but I do it, I think, maybe 10 shows in the last three weeks. Yeah. Two, two, three weeks. So I suddenly, suddenly start feeling like me again. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's that's me. That's who it's, I am. That, that sense of normalcy that really has not been around for, especially comics like you that actually... Just started making a living, a living, a living from yeah. comedy. Like you're, it's. What you gonna do? I say we go to war with China. Just the stand up comics. Just the just the comics. Just the com. It's gonna be a quick war. It's yeah. gonna be a real quick war. It's gonna be a bunch of uh, what UBC kids and uh, you and I. We're gonna so not them. like a like a like a military just. Just like a roast. No, it's going to go be over like, there it, and just roast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Or it's going to be like the most like disorganized Antifa interpretation. Yes. We're just going to go over there and just roast them. And like, yo, what is the deal with the CCP, yo? What's up with this move? Yeah, exactly. What's up? And then they're going to, of course, they're going to um, welcome us as liberators, as That's it's right. called. Liberators right. of comedy and free That's speech. That's how it always happens. That's how it is. That's how you know there's a free, a free world is that stand-up comedians can liberate other countries. That's with their true. words, and also uh, a, a vast arsenal of weapons. I wonder if it'll ever get like that in America, where there's speakeasies and stuff, where there's just like you where can that First sp- Amendment's been deteriorated to the point where you really 
can't say. I mean, we can pretend like we're some like Rush Limbaugh, like oh, there's, a, there's a war on it. There's a war on the First Amendment, yeah. and like because those those type of shows, I'm sure it's just always about to be a liberal apocalypse of AOC is going to come down your chimney and eat your kids, yeah, or reassign their genders. Like that's what they all think, right? Which I mean, look, I have it on a credible source that she may in fact do that, but it's okay. Okay. Uh, it's okay because we live in a different world. Okay, look, this is what. Wait, wait, uh, she's gonna do what? <laughs> I'm like AOC, uh, Alexandria yeah. Ocasio Cortez is gonna come down your chimney at night, yes. and eat your kids and or reassign their genders right. against their will. This you is the kind of America you want. Happens. What's that? I'm just like once a year though, right? It's only once a year. She has a bunch of elves that help her do it. Well, no, like hold, a, hold on, hold on. It's AOC is bad kids. Okay. AOC <laughs> does not play. <laughs> This is not. She's not no, like. She has Krampus. a list of who's a boy and who's a girl. And she knows. <laughs> she comes down and just determines. Oh God! This, you gotta, you gotta pu- leave cookies. Right? They're gonna put us on like the anti-trans um, what do you call it? category. <laughs> category on the iTunes. Like, what kind of podcast is this? They just go by the analytics. I listen to your podcast. It's random. It's very random. random. Fuck. But I think that's nice because then every guest comes in, you have no fucking clue with that. And then, then you'd be like, oh, this guy's kind of like, uh, like I think I'm boring. If you don't, if I don't have a like a specific thing to like talk about, sometimes I feel like a lot of stand-up comics think they're boring because I I think the same thing. Like I think that no, like but you I, are boring though. I, that's a good point. <laughs> a very good point. By the way, very hurtful as well, but also valid. Fucking plebe, plebe, fucking plebe. <laughs> Dude, I like it. Um, you got to do it now, you guys. When you talk yeah. about open micers, these fucking plebs or plebs or however you want to say because it, because people get upset too when you call them open micers. Well then, yeah, dude. But when I was an open micer, mm-hmm. I knew I was like, like I think because they're shortening the term, the the term should be open mic comedian. Mm-hmm. They're still a comedian, yeah. But it, where are you performing? Only at open mics. Open mics. Fifty okay. percent of them are open. Seventy. Mm-hmm. If most of the mics you go to are right. open mics, then you're an open mic comedian. If you're you don't like if you play for the the San Jose. That indoor football league, like you're an amateur athlete, you're still yeah. an athlete, yeah. But it's like you're you're not. Or they call them semi pros or semi pro, something, something like that. One of the two, yeah. Like, and that's like the level you're at, and you got to actually know that before you move up. Yeah, like you don't even have to be there that long. Like that's where you are now. Yeah, where do you want to be? Yeah, exactly. If someone told me that they're a semi semi pro defensive linebacker you think mm-hmm. i'll fucking dude tackle me i bet you can't <laughs> like no no they'll fucking destroy me and right. every bone in my body will turn to like mush yeah it would be terrible i'll still do it though fuck around find out you know what i'm saying let's go let's do this all right you maybe get a new part-time job <laughs> just taking out Working people for the fresno salamanders <laughs> hey would y'all need a d yet what's up <laughs> i just found out uh <laughs> I got it like that. Exactly, man. I think that'd be good. Like sports, too. Mm-hmm. My Lakers are about to win a championship. And uh, they're just beating the shit out of the heat and then wiping their dick on their teddy bear. Yeah. Are they? Are you from L.A. or are you just kind of... No, I'm not from L.A. I hate you. My um, my dad's one got, got us into sports. So we love, okay. oh, so we love the Panama soccer team. team. Like, okay. We love the 49ers. We okay. love the Lakers. And he didn't pick a baseball team. Okay, so and I was born in Boston, so I just picked the Sox. You just picked the Red Sox, which was okay. cool before they were winning, mm. and then they won those World Series, and that was fucking amazing. And then the whole fan base turned into a bunch of pricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and now they're just like another good team. 
Mm-hmm. But there was like uh, for for the longest time before they won the champ, before they won the World Series, like yeah. being a Boston fan was like it was like it was, kind of cool, especially around here. Nobody around here was a Sox fan. Yeah, I feel so. like I don't know. I've never had that experience of the are, are people shittier to uh, sports fans of the teams that are like the opposite side of the country because it's like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a piece of shit, which is yeah. probably the case. Like you've already, oh, yeah. just, you've already. No matter what I say, it's like that's. Obviously you smell that? You smell that? That's you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I thought I was a professional. Yeah. God damn! I put my goddamn phone on vibrate. This is why. I, this is why I. Uh, I'm that's why myself. you're a goddamn plebe. That's why. <laughs> that's why you're at the park. <laughs> you fucking plebe. That I, this is in the running for episode title. Okay. This plebes. Or yeah. like the phonetic spelling of plebeian, the per, like you know when you look at like a word on Wikipedia and it will right. have like the in parentheses like how to pronounce it, like and then a picture of you. And it would just be me with like with like it would just be my uh, my my headshot, right? <laughs> like uh, my comedy yes. headshot. <laughs> it's just live from the open mic, Spencer the plebe. Damn, Pen- Spencer the plebe spent. Uh, well, I'm gonna need you. To eat, I'm gonna need you to eat that mic. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you good. I'm in. I'm in there. You good? You can manhandle it. It's no worries. That's a lot of uh, Rubik's Cubes, bro. Uh, my my girl likes Rubik's Cubes. My best friend's really into them for some reason. Yeah? Yeah. It's a, it's a common trait in uh, serial killers. Yeah, that explains a lot. It does. I mean, I you know me. I'm a very submissive man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I need a girl. I need... I, I need someone to compliment me, you know, mm. to to really mesh with me in that style. Okay. I'm very submissive. I need to be I need to be hit. I need yes. to be told what to do yes. because I my feeble my feeble brain capacities mm. cannot handle the type of 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 just lifestyle and needs that really only Brittany can provide. Okay. Yeah. Like what? What are these needs? Um like wiping myself. Um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Um, this is sad, man. I don't know. It's not know sad, that. man. I, 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 it's not sexual. Let me just okay. let me just say it's not sexual. No, I, wiping yourself. Well, she helps me. Like wipe your own ass. I mean, I'm kidding. Obviously. Oh. God, this is a gross joke. I don't want to. This isn't really a joke. I'm just kind of like uh, uh, <laughs> riffing. <laughs> I'm riffing with comedy. <laughs> I was really talking about you being submissive, and you're talking about just basic hygiene. I'm like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she doesn't days. trust me to wipe my bum bum, so she's yeah. like, bend over. You gotta be submissive. You saying bum bum? <laughs> right? No, there's no dominant person like, hey, show me that bum bum. Yeah, I am not a submissive person. Yeah, I, you don't. You don't seem like a submissive person. I've been getting in beef with my friends lately. What are you doing? Why are you getting in beef? I got an argument with my friend who just said some stupid racist shit. Mm. And he's not racist. So you should stop. Is he a comic? No. Okay. Fucking muggle. And <laughs> he's just said some racist ass shit. And I said, I was mad. And I said, don't say racist shit. He was like, I wasn't racist. I'm not racist. You're my friend. Oh, no. And I said, you can't use the I have a black friend argument when you're talking to your black friend. <laughs> it doesn't count. Like I don't count in this situation. I mean, it never. It actually it never, never applies. Count. It should never. It should but you never should apply. never use it with the black friend. Yeah. Though even the theory, right, of what you're mm-hmm. even trying to say, if I can give you any credit, mm-hmm. is oh, I'm not racist because I have minority friends and I spend time with them, 
So I'm aware of the culture and the dog was, I know what I'm talking about because I'm not a white sheltered guy. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm surround, I'm of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, well then that means when you're around those people, those minor, like, you, you, and they're telling you, Hey, what you just said is stupid or you're, th- you're supposed to listen. That's why you get to use that argument later. Yeah, that which only really only works with select white people that like give you the like. Okay, you got a black friend, I'll give you the thing. But I totally agree with who you. does that. Who gives people? No the, one. I'm who, I've never because it's always too like you must have said or done something, and then somebody goes, "Oh, okay, th- that's inappropriate," and you go, "No, no, 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 it is okay because I got a black." Friend. Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine there's any situation where it's okay to where, I, I mean. To where you, you you hear, I have a black friend. I, I can I, I can I can't even think of a joke like where it'd be funny to think I. I, that, I think that's the joke, man. It is it's like by knowing a black person, it qualifies you to nothing, man. That I can't. I you that's just the funny part. My world, dude. You can't come up. The, there's nothing where you'd be like, I have a midget friend, and yeah, therefore because no one does. Therefore, I can. <laughs> what? It doesn't qualify you. No, no, no. Listen, I can say that because my my dad's a plumber. Shut the. F- what does that have to do? <laughs> right? You got some dirty ass pipes. No, yeah. no, no. Don't worry. Uh, no, uh, I can say that. Okay, because I have a uh, Tercel. So <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I I just made my Sonata payment. So uh, I just made my. What is? I just ma- yeah. You got a stupid ass car. Don't worry. I just paid my car payment. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. Okay, I can say that because my great grandfather had a tram stamp. He did. I saw it. It seems like it. now. See, that's where the joke comes. Where it just becomes completely non sequitur. Yeah, and you're just like, what does what? What is going? That's that's tangents. That's the name of the show. I got I mean, in a fight. I can who else? I, I can be getting in fights with people. Oh, arguments. there we go. See verbal arguments. So, well, it sounds like he's kind of an idiot, but. I was hoping We're all kind it was a, of idiots. Well, duh. But I was hoping it was a comic because then it's like, all right, well, maybe it was just a joke that didn't land. Because I got, I got yelling at a comic. You were yelling at a comic. I was yelling at a comic about what? Comic was like, uh, we were talking, we were discussing this other comic that none of us like. I'm, I'm right? sitting in the room while you're telling the story. Yeah, it wasn't you. Okay, good. And then, then, and then I was like, yeah, there's really only two comics that I don't fuck with like ever mm-hmm. like really that really i'm just like keep this person away from me and then or who's the other one and i was like eh, i don't want to worry about it. i don't want to even say it because I'll, I'll never come between comics and their paper yeah and they were like no nah, blah, 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 and we just keep going on and on and then i was trying to make them a point of like okay let's say you don't like another comedian mm-hmm. then you need to just remove yourself from the conversation if somebody goes oh i booked so-and-so don't you don't have a comment right if they ask you oh should i book so-and-so you don't be like no, mm-hmm. because you're coming between a comic and their paper. I I respect that. Totally. You know what I mean? I would always now. the The point that they were trying to say is that they're like they recommend people. They go to a new venue, and somebody got them in. You know, somebody invited another comic invited them. Then they went there. They ripped, and then the booker's like, "Oh man, you're from you know Stockton." You know, mm-hmm. and then they, you get to introduce them to all your favorite comics and your friends the comics that got you on Mm -hmm. and so when that person's asking you oh and you recommend somebody bad they're gonna stop taking your recommendation you know but that's what plebes do (laughs) you know what i mean that's what plebes do that's what plebes do that is a good episode comics 
are going to get other comics on, and then that's a recommendation. And you should recommend all of the comics you believe in that recommend you. Mm-hmm. You should you should recommend the younger comics in the mm-hmm. game, I guess, coming up after you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's your. But if somebody goes, do you like so and so? Like, and you hate that person, you just say, uh, you got nothing to say because well, number one, the booker's asking you to do what? Book? Mm-hmm. Isn't that your fucking job? Yeah. So so plebes are giving this shit away for free. Mm-hmm. They're handing out the skinny on who comics are good and who comics are bad, thinking they're helping the booker and helping themselves, and they are. And they were like, yeah. And in some of these comics, they are comics. So I was like, oh, so they're a comic the who does comedy. You mean the bookers that are comics. Yeah, some, a lot of times the bookers that they know are comics. So they're a comic who now has a room and is now going to book. I got And you. they want you to do their booking for them. Now that's some straight up lazy shit. And you're going to do it for free. But that's not the way they're saying it. They're like, oh, do you like so-and-so? Do you know any other comics? You mean making contacts, finding talent, building a service? That's what bookers do so every time you're doing that number one you're doing the booker's job for free mm-hmm. right number two you're thinking way too highly of your opinion mm-hmm. right because at some point your style is going to be right or wrong or off and maybe that comic you don't know them you don't like them or you don't think they're funny but they ripped they can rip this this venue mm-hmm. well that's up to the booker to know yeah you know yeah. What i mean you let them let them decide and then another another thing too is sometimes it's not about their talent at all sometimes they're just a really funny comic Mm-hmm. And then you want to be like, oh, no, that person's a piece of shit. They blah 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 blah. Why are you sending in the way of their paper? Maybe that's how they are with you. Maybe that's how they are. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But professionally, something like that. So it's like they were they were saying the same thing I was saying too. It was like I do tell people like, yo, I would do it. You know, it depends on your relationship with the booker. But the a thing I was trying to tell them was about subtly mm-hmm. about the way they were saying it. And the way the the way those comics were saying it was very loud mm-hmm. in front of people, you know. And especially if you're talking shit about a comic, and that could that could get into their paper. Well, then you need to do that quietly to the corner. You know what I mean? Because if I saw a comic very very loudly hating on some other comic, mm-hmm. that's a bad look on you. It is not. Yeah, it's a bad look. It that is can get totally you, a bad. That look. can get you not booked. Yeah, because you're like, oh, this person's stirring up stuff. This person doesn't understand, like, whatever. And then if I was a comic who was a booker, then I damn sure I'm never booking you. Because if this is how you're talking about people behind their back, because you had a because per- you're listening to the story, it's a personal beef. So you're telling me you're fucking crazy, and they're crazy. I already know that you're comics. I already know that. That's inherent. That's oh, you guys had an argument game. when late at night when you were all hopped up on adrenaline and alcohol. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah, shit happened. <laughs> really, right? Really. Oh, my God. Oh, I should never book this person. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, shut up, you know? And so, and then they just kept arguing, 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 saying that I wasn't listening to them. And they were, they're, they're young. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to you. Yeah. What you have to say, you know? Or you can, like, learn to adjust, like, um, it's the subtleties, like, some comic uh, comes up to you after your show. They're like, oh, I heard you're booking the show, Spence. Mm-hmm. You're like, you damn right. And they go, hey, man, do you think I can get some time or like maybe uh, open up or get a guest spot sometime? Plebe. Yeah, that does. I was, that is a plebe move. Comic walks up to you. It's all Spence. Oh, man, this is your show? Dude, I heard you're the man to see. I'm a working comic right here out of Northern California. You got any dates available? The comics assume the sale. Mm. Now, what are you going to say? I don't know you, bro. 
do you mind coming doing a guest spot first? Oh, yeah, man, I would love to. I would love to do a guest spot. I would love to display you my wares because you don't know me and you're the booker. And I wouldn't like a job from you. So, yeah, I'll show up next month, drop a five. You'll look at me and go, mm, you can close, you can headline, you can host, whatever. Then I'll show up and host. I'll blow out your feature and your headliner. Then you'll make me the feature. Then you'll make me head Wherever your spot is, I don't have no shame in hosting mm-hmm. and feature. And I'm a comic. I want fucking stage time. Yeah. You know? And I'm a comic. I got to pay my bills this way. So any money, any stage time I can get. Take it. I'm trying to get it. And the way you ask, the way you talk about it separates. The first comic is asking, can I? Will I? Should you think I'm good enough? Could you? The the comic is like I'm good. I make people laugh. You have are in the business of making and the, that attitude and the subtlety and the way you talk separates the 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 working comics from the non working comics. You know, and that's what they they kept saying. We're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. And I was like, yes. Stop saying what the fuck you're saying. Stop. Start saying what I'm saying. Hmm. And you don't have to feel bad about it because it's the same thing you're saying. But it's also more subtle, and you're never going to step on your own dick. Yeah, that's it, it, you sell your. You, you, you're like you said. You're assuming the sale. I can't put it a better way. You're yeah. assuming the sale, and you just want to display your wares. You can put that if you want to put that drink. You can put it next to you. I should. And why? Why wouldn't you? Like, like because in their experience, sometimes they don't get the job. Sometimes they get on stage, and that people don't want to hire them. You know. But if I get on stage, I'm going to get the job. Right. Am I going to close? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'll feature. Maybe I'll, I don't know. But no one's going to watch me on stage and be like, this guy's not funny. No, no one. No one's going to do that. They might be like, nah, he's not really my cup of tea. Or he's all right. Or he's, but no one's going to say, this guy's not funny. So why would I be like, you think I can, huh, maybe, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, th- I think having, that's a lot of, that's, that's a problem with a lot of shit, a lot of people, not just comics. Myself included, that don't really they need need some. I mean, to put it bluntly, they need some balls on them. Maybe. I mean, just when it comes to the the self promotion, even on the the level of like you said, assuming the sale. Mm-hmm. Like, I got. I just mean, sounds. I got what you need in terms of like I have a quality product. Mm. You are looking for quality product. Mm-hmm. Like we can make this work. I mean, yeah. you, for all we know, you're just some plebe. Yeah, but. You know. But at that point, in that moment, they're the booker. So, and that's these guys are like, well, they're comics too. It's like, okay, but when they when they start talking about booking, they're bookers, and they need to be treated as bookers. Yeah, you, you know, and that's another thing. People not young comics not recognizing everybody's roles, not talking to bookers like bookers, acting like bookers around them. The guys, are, oh, they're just another comic. Okay, I can be comfortable around them. They're another comic. Bullshit. Now they're a booker. And now the way you conduct yourself is going to suddenly become important to them mm-hmm. and whether or not they book you. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so it's why true. why wouldn't you? Fuck, man. This is... I've been yelling at people, bro. You have been. I've been and yelling. I like it because I'm learning a lot. I've been yelling at people. Just don't yell at me. I've been yelling at people about their emotional, uh, like, overflow. Emotional overflow. What do you mean by that? So I feel like everybody 2020 stressed everyone to the max. Yeah, I'd say I I would agree with that statement. Yeah, most people, and it's just got everybody like kind of agitated and emotional. A lot of depression, a lot of aggression. It's just like everybody's like kind of tense, right? And then they're, um, in my experience, all of my friends and family. It's it's a lot less now, but especially right when it started, everybody went into emergency mode. 
And everybody started going like, oh, no, 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 what are we going to do? These are all important questions, right? But they don't, they don't require this super prolonged, all the time, everyday panic. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And yeah. like, um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in certain ways, I'm incredibly empathic. And so that's what I'm just like seeing all these people just constantly unload. You're able to sense kind of what's going on. Yeah, and everybody's just unloading their nervousness onto one another mm-hmm. and chattering and just making fucking nervous little monkey mouth sounds. <laughs> and like that is just like driving me nuts. Sounds like you've been getting tired of the fucking plebes. Uh, I'm not. Just, no, well, it just sounds like you've been. Yeah. Goddamn. This is like my. This peasants. is like my family and yeah. my roommate. I did sit down and be like, I've been yelling at people. You're okay. Okay. The world is not okay. And that is why you're nervous. And that's why you're freaking the fuck out. And you should. But you're alive and well. There is a roof. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you going into panic mode and making decisions in a, in, a, in a frantic, desperate, adrenaline surged reptile brain. Like, that Hell is no backwards. One. Exactly. You need to calm the fuck down. You need to go, oh, what is the problem? What am I afraid of? Oh, okay. Two of the three things can't possibly happen to me personally. So I will prepare to so that the third one doesn't happen. And now fucking relax. Don't just be like nervous and because and it, it comes out. I don't think people like go to their roommates, their partners, their wives, and they go, you know, I'm just really overwhelmed at work and thinking out of it. So I might. No, they just come home and start snapping, yelling. Yeah. Throwing shit at the dog, drinking too much, playing too much video games. They just kind of lean into their vices and are just a little bit more on edge. And they don't know. Creature comforts. Like yeah, that's like, why they're doing it. Yeah. I, I, every, I mean, everyone does it to an extent. But yeah. I mean, once you start doing it unhealthy-wise. Uh, I just start yelling at people like, and go do that. But just don't do it to me. Like, when you're around me, remember, I'm also in the room. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm also living in this weird, stress-filled world. And you know what I don't need is you walking in here pants. and being all agitated and aggressive and whatever. Like, it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah, I don't think anyone needs to. I will say everyone's fuse with dealing with anyone else's bullshit has mm-hmm. gone to zero. Yeah. Like, there is no, there's no fuse left, and it's understandable because we, like you say, we have all this bullshit that we're dealing with, and right. we don't, I don't, no one has time for anyone. No, no, I don't have the emotional energy, the mental capacity, Amen. to deal with how you're feeling, and not just, not just that. When I say how you're feeling, it means it makes you sound like a dick. What I mean is, uh, there's someone I know, someone who I know, I know actually, I know a lot of people that are are. Um, very very uh cautious and i don't and i when i say very very i mean overly cautious unfortunately okay about coronavirus and i'm when i say overly cautious i don't mean like master stupid nothing like that what i mean is like back this up i'm not saying the delivery beep. is to right beep. Beep. no Hold on. Beep. Hold on. No beep. i'm gonna name something specific beep. i don't care no, you're just backing it up <laughs> I, I can hear your fucking beep no okay beep, beep. Is it backed up? When they were telling me a conspiracy theory about okay, give me the conspiracy theory. How COVID, uh, the virus. This was several weeks ago, so Very who well. knows? They don't go into a grocery store, <laughs> yes, because it's um, the virus can live in the air ducts, like for not yeah. ever, but like for hours and hours and hours. And it's like, dude, 
I'm going to the grocery. See, I was like, when I start getting shit about going to a grocery store, like, bro, I need to go to the grocery store. I can't afford Instacart every meal. I can't afford. That's what I mean. So it's not like I I just think. And then what it is, is that the people there are some people that I care about that are getting really stressed out about because they have to also, you know, it's a we're all everyone not just in our family, everyone is going through shit right now. Yeah. And to reiterate my previous point, no one's got time for anyone else's bullshit. So if I'm already going through this, I don't want to have to deal with, you know, this person who's in my life, who's having a really hard time because they're trying to deal with this other person's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we can't go to a grocery store. It's like, Oh my God, that's when I make, that's when it makes, we we took that whole weird thing about, if you're at home and you're taking care of yourself and you're scared of the, the Ronas, I ain't mad at you. But I like what I've been yelling at people is number one, um, be aware of your mental health. Mm-hmm. Number one, be aware, and you probably didn't need to before, right? Um, but be aware of it, number one, and start being aware of how it's affecting other people, because it, these are stressful times and people are slipping in and out of. Like just weird emotional stuff, and and because they're normally pretty happy and stable and whatever, they think that they're still normal and happy and stable. Exactly. But these are not normal, happy, stable <laughs> times, and you are reacting to them in, in a certain way. And if you're not doing that on purpose, then it's it's spilling out onto other people, and it's probably not like joy and sunshine, mm-hmm. you know. And as and that's really what it is. Is like I've been yelling at my friends that are normally just solid perfect awesome all the time and now they're having these little prolonged periods of like you know just being extra emotional and it's coming out and and i'm and you have to like hey snap out of it you know start slapping them yeah i'm used to being like that kind of the the grounder aware i'm used to being oh no definitely not grounded i'm used to being aware that there's a lot more going on inside me and that I'm not exactly sure how all of it's coming out. Like, we're, we're always trying to perfectly control the message that we're sending, right? You're always, every time you tell it, you're telling it yeah. a little bit differently to perfectly craft your message. And then your jokes and your stage performance. Like, we're, we're finely tuned mm-hmm. at creating moments. Not just, like, getting information across, but the right information at the right time to create a moment, mm-hmm. to create laughter, mm-hmm. that's built into us. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm always aware, Yeah, you know, or I can be instantly just go, oh, what, am I, what message am I sending? Oh, mm-hmm. and then make an adjustment. Well, mm-hmm. they don't know what message they're sending, and they don't know how to make the adjustment, and they didn't even know they were sending it. Yeah. So there, it's, it's, someone's got to point it out to them, I guess. It's got to be me in a loud voice. Apparently, you do call them plebes. Say, hey, Goddamn hey, plebes. get back to the open mic, plebe. Yeah, so that's what's going on with me yelling at motherfuckers. Who else did I yell at? I've been yelling at my god babies. I watch my god babies for school. Oh, so when the when I first started like being their, you know, kind of godfather, no, that was when they were born, like when they were uh, their distance learning, okay, for so, school. Mm-hmm. So at first. They were kind of like afraid and annoyed of you, of me, <laughs> and one of my my godson in particular. Like we battled for a couple of weeks, battled. A battle of wills, battled, and it just wasn't whatever. So now they've completely adjusted to me, and I, I now I yell at them, and they know it's a joke, and I think I missed it better when they they were scared. 
<laughs> yeah, that fear in them. Yeah, because now they like it, and then they do stuff to make me interact with them. Oh, fuck. And See, sometimes I'm actually working on something. I don't have the time. And now they want to play video games all the time, and they want to snuggle, and we would wrestle all the time. And it's good. I love my god kids and things. But I'm just used to, like, coming in, wrestling with them for five minutes, and then going and hanging out with the adults and having a daddy beverage or some shit, you know? <laughs> but now I'm just with them all day, all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And like, and I love it. It's like the more you hang out with fucking children, the more you love them, which is the curse. Mm-hmm. That's why people hate their fucking kids, but they can't admit it because they love their kids. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. They, they, they have to love them, but they don't always like them. Exactly. And then you go, would you do it? Would you do it differently? And they go, no, I would never. It's like the curse. You, how could you not? Have this human being you love in your life. But if you could do it differently, of course you would. You Every parent would do it differently. Oh my God. They'd feed you better. They'd fucking... They'd tell uh, these stupid stories all the time. And then, right? and then, and then, and then I'm... Uh-huh. They'd hit uh-huh. you more. Like, yeah. just... If you consider hitting these kids, you're God babies, by the way. I that would might never hit f- my God babies. Or I am I? would never hit them. They're adorable. Right. I've also never seen them do a hittable offense. What okay? Well, and, I've and never seen my god kids do anything that like they're little. They're little white babies, bro. They're little corny little. They love their mommy. They're in the second grade, man. They, <laughs> my goddaughter's in the fifth grade. She's the sweetest. She's just a little. Like now that I've seen like white kids grow up, just like from birth. Like now I know why they're so corny and happy and just. They have never known pain. They, they have never, never known. You know, and they've been through the shit. Like one of my, I think my godson, uh, one of my godsons almost drowned once. Jesus Christ. You know, I saw my godson get bit by a snake. That was hilarious. Like they, you know, they get (laughs) their little. This guy just got bit by a snake. Yeah. But they don't go through like hood stuff. You know what I mean? Like my, my dad left and then I was adopted and I grew up in Stockton. I used to get Mm. beat down. I used to like, that's the the stuff that makes comedians. Like these kids are going to be doctors. Yeah. There's no, you need some hardship. I mean, okay. I don't know if you need it. Okay, it's true because there. Because are... if you needed it, then everybody would just give their kids hella hardship. Uh, yeah, right. It, the, <laughs> Nobody would protect their if you, if the kids needed hardship. You just be like, fuck it. The best comedians were just the ones that were beat the most. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, I oof, man. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well, luckily I didn't say it out loud. Why? No, that I forgot what I was going to say. So oh. just <laughs> you can just edit it out, right? I can. Yeah. I mean, you're the producer. No, I know, but I just don't feel. Speaking of which, oh, I know what I was thinking. We've done this whole podcast, and you haven't even said who you are. Oh, I'm Ellis Rodriguez. Ellis, thank you, Ellis Rodriguez. Cut. Thank you for oh, coming. You could do like an intro at the beginning. We'll do that. I guess. Okay, I'll cut this part out. You know what? I don't even like this one. Let's just delete this whole thing. All right. Over. You know what? We we'll don't... start over and I'll say, hey, everybody. Are you good for another, are you good for like another extra 36 minutes yeah. on top of another podcast? Because I mean, I'm not going to, I had to delete this, but I'm not, I got, I've got you. I got you. I got yeah. your time, man. Yeah. All right. I are you really going to delete it and do another one? No. I'm just going, oh. I'm just following, dude, I'm just going, nothing I say is serious. Because I'll, I mean, I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it. I'll throw this computer out the goddamn window right now. I'll do it. I'll do, do it, man. Two hours right I'm crazy. Now. We're all we're crazy, man. We're com- Do you think it's weird that we've our biggest goal in life is to be a clown? No, not okay. I'm, you know, I'm not going to backtrack that. It is weird. I think it's weird. I want to be a comic. Yeah, I, want, I mean that's my number one goal in life. If I had one genie wish. It would be to rub it, and it would be to just to make a living doing comedy. Mm. That's all I want. Is I just want to make a living. And I know that sounds cliched. Especially for a plebe like myself to say, because you know, I'm just trying to, you know, because you hear a lot of you, 
it, among us plebs, you hear a lot of you hear like three <laughs> you hear like three things. You hear genuine people who are hum- who are humble, and they're you know they they know where they are. They go to shows that they're not on. They're they humble. They, humble is not a prerequisite. It's not. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying these yeah, these are just types of people. Sure. I'm not saying that they're funny or that they're go- not right. or anything. I'm just saying that their personality. Okay. Then you have people where are just have you ever got, seen okay of course you have what pisses me off so much is watching uh like an open micer who has the utmost confidence in the world yes delivering dad jokes yes and then killing why no i'm just kidding actually no it's when they, when, the, when, <laughs> when, it, when it dies when they yeah. like when they just die on stage why i don't know probably because i hate myself yeah there's a uh, this is the way i would say it do you think it's weird that our greatest goal in life is to be a clown? Right? I think it is. And I said no. Why? But why? Because you're a clown, dude. You are a fucking clown. I am kind of a clown. You're not yeah. going to be some serious You're 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 a fucking idiot jokester not taking life seriously, pretending like you don't care, laid back, compl- just weird fucking clown. What you want to be is a professional clown. There we go. Is it weird that you want to monetize who you are, like your your personality, your your drive to be an artist? No, that's not weird at all. And what's the difference then between you and who you want to be? This is somebody paying you. So Fair. show business. There's a lot more letters in business than show. And all the artists, they this is me included. Is I'm not I am not the person to my me or my quote unquote path it's not it's not the way to go and if you say well why ellis because i didn't pay attention to the business and if these people are up here concerned about who did best tonight who's funnier in the community who's who's the coolest kind all that stuff is show all of that stuff's important it's the stuff i care about it's the stuff you care about it's the stuff that we when we look at the people that are making lots and lots of millions of dollars we go these people are more worthy of the millions because we think that they're better at the show we like their show we think they're more talented they're funnier they're we like their personality better right but the truth is when you get there i heard somebody say chris rock ain't shit I was talking to somebody. Is this someone you're yelling at? No, no, no. No, somebody I was talking to. They didn't know I was a comic, and they were going on and on about Chris Rock is a is a is a horrible fucking comedian. So once you get there, if there's people out there who think Chris Rock is not Chris Rock's not my favorite, Chris Rock is garbage. Yeah. If there's people that will say that, then there's people that are gonna fucking hate on you. You know what I'm saying? So it's irrelevant if you like dad jokes. And the dad jokes are working or not working. If it's an open mic, this is the place to practice your act. This is like yeah. the open gym. Yeah. And I'm not you know sh- what I'm saying? I'm not shitting on anyone's act because who am I to judge? I, I, obviously, I'm No, but this. everybody judges. It's cool to have your judgment, but it's irrelevant. That's fair. You're both here performing for free. Yeah. Now, how much time did you spend on that five minutes? Hopefully, not you, for the plebes, usually not very much. They're, not, they're actually not even putting in the work until the art. But let's say you are. Well, you need to start putting just as much in, if not more, into the other things. And, the, and like, plebes will go, plebes, it's such a funny word. Plebes will say, um, oh, how come so-and-so got that booking? They're not funnier than me. Because they asked. Yeah. Because they found out who the booker was and walked up to the booker and convinced the booker to book them. 
It has nothing to do with their their talent or whatever. Are they going to get rebooked? Well, that depends on their relationship with the booker and how well they did on stage. And then yeah. the, this this conversation about like these this comic is rising because they're so good. No, this comic is rising because they're so good. They're drawing attention from the right comedians. They're asking the right questions. They're getting the right opportunities. They're taking the most of those, and they move on. For some people, it's automatic. They're very, very good, and and other good people gravitate to them quickly and early, and then they kind of have a path kind of set for them. They might not even know they're doing it right, Mm -hmm. but that's what they're doing. And if you want to be a pro, like, this is what you should do. You should do a podcast, man. You should create entertainment. You should build a following. You should get people that are excited about you and your that's art. I'm trying, man. Yeah. That's like that's why I think you're on the right path. You Thank know what you, I mean? Man. But like we build an audience and then those we we put out an album, we put out oh yeah, stream Go Be a Clown, Ellis Rodriguez on Spotify and Pandora. Uh I'll make sure Spencer, put put link in the show notes for uh for Ellis's what was it? Go, Go be a clown. Go be a clown on Spotify. All right, and, put, and that link in the, put that link in Need the show those spins. notes. All but right. we make that thing. People people play it on Pandora. Pandora gives me 20 cents. There you go. I'm a professional now. Dude, just put it on fucking repeat. Put it on mute when you're yeah. asleep. Yeah, but, all hey, night. Call the action listeners. Tell them, to put, all right, tell, them what, tell them what to do. Tell them what to listen yes. to. Go to on Spotify or Pandora. Find Ellis Rodriguez. The album's called Go Be a Clown. And listen to it. You're going to love it. And then as soon as you're done listening to it, when you go to sleep... Just turn the volume down on your phone and then just play it again. Play it again. Every time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put money. In there was voice. there was some band. I 12 cents. Was, 12 cents. Right? There was some uh, not uh, um, Scandinavian like metal band yeah. that they just made. They put out an album that uh-huh. was just nothing. It oh. was like 12 tracks, like 12 minute. It was a full album length, full, you know, three, four minute songs. And it was just mute. There was nothing. And so they asked all their listeners. They put it on Spotify. They're just like, hey, exactly what we just did. Put it on at night. Just put it on repeat. And they just did it. All, all their fans put it on all, all night, overnight. It just kept getting Silence. Them. Well, yeah, because basically it's just a way to game the system. They just tried to game the Spotify monetization system. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. That's great. Right? That's so, great. There was all these boyfriends, and they were just like, uh, you should listen to this. This is what I want you to sound like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this next track is called uh, Perfect Girlfriend. Perfect Girlfriend. And then it's just silence. It's just love of my life. Silence. Yeah. Perfect wife. Perfect husband. Perfect, oh. Yeah. What is a perfect husband? I, th- I think that's a five-minute track of silence, but there's, there's a fart in the middle. <laughs> there's like a... There's like a, <laughs> <laughs> a little laugh. And then just like back to silence. Uh, comedy. Uh, the, 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 probably the 11th track was called uh, Mike Pence Having Sex. Oh, man. It's just silence. And then right at the end, thank you, mother. <laughs> Uh, you think when Mike Pence is hitting it, he still calls her mother? Oh, he's like, "Yes, mother." Nah, he take that mother. Now he might even put an my, put in a mommy in there. Is Pence the first politician who cannot argue with the moniker "motherfucker"? Because Trump's a motherfucker, a much bigger motherfucker than him. But he calls his wife mother. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I thought we were just making incest jokes. No. He calls Mike, Mike Pence, Pence calls, calls the first lady. His, no, Mike Pence oh. calls the, his, his wife, the vice president's wife. He calls her mother. Probably the second lady, not the first lady. Yeah, the second lady. Calls her, calls wow. her mother. Wow. 
I did not know that. That's hot. That's that is gross. that's hot, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. One of those things is that Mike Pence is a very sexual being. Really, he has needs. I think he's homosexual. Probably. I'm pretty I mean, sure he's gay. Whenever, whenever you you rail against like homosexuality that hard, right, that hard, you're blowing people in the Minneapolis. Yeah, he's uh, got airport secret bathroom. sex lips too. It's just, he's just a strange. He won't be in a room with a woman alone. Yeah, and that he won't he won't attend an event with alcohol without his wife or something like that. This is it's ridiculous. so it's I mean this is so you know he's a pilgrim from 1600s right he he was a, he's a he's a transplant back when America from, was great ba- make America <laughs> make America Jamestown again yeah there we go Maja dang that's funny dude Maja like in a sad kind of way yeah in a very sad like oh there's still but. You know, there's tobacco f- fields, and they're, they're ripe for plant. This is not going well. That was terrible I don't know. to say. I tried to go with you, though. Yeah, that was some, I'm not sure what I was going to go there when you... Man, you know what? What's up? What's cracking? I really Holler miss comedy inside. Or just doing comedy on stage, yeah. on stage rather. Because, I mean, because at least comedy... It's coming back, st- though. No, it's good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. You know, I am, as I said... But a hungry plebe. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the right squire boy could feed me the right scraps. I'm going mm. from time period to time period. I'm throwing yeah. in, like, medieval stuff and some ancient Roman. I'm with you still. Are you with me, though? Yeah, good. So, you know, the young squire boy can throw me some scraps of five minutes here at some uh, show. I'm hoping for that. That's what I'm hoping for. At um, least for, for this time right now. You're, trying to get, you're just trying to get stage time, you mean? Well, I just did. I just did. Uh, Carlos um, was at the show. He was doing Steph's birthday show at last. They just reopened as a restaurant. Okay. Indoors, they're at a third, uh, like a quarter capacity. Really? Maybe. Okay. Um. So the clubs are, ju- and like, and I think Punch is still just closed. Yeah, Punch is still closed. Um, is this no one to do? Comedy it Spot is reopening outside. They're having a show tonight, actually. Yeah, and I think they got they went headphones. Yeah, Musabi. Everybody on that stole show, that yeah. from laughs because she was she was she was over yeah. here yesterday recording, and I'm supposed to release her episode. So they're today. they're they're going to be having spots. Um, and I just think over the when as the winter comes, you know, we're gonna, everybody's going to be able to go back inside, probably at limited capacities. What I yeah what what's your advice as a as a working comic? When when always masturbate left handed. Because you shake with the right hand. Oh, of course. Well, that's I mean, probably not where you were going. Finish your course. Uh, okay. Well, honestly, I was like, before <laughs> you go on stage, do you jerk yeah. off with your right or left hand? Always so really, that left. was... No. Always with the left. What, as a working mighty, comic, mighty left. Once, as you said, once comedy starts going inside, I'm not... Okay. I never want to be someone who is, like you said, blaming other factors for me not getting booked. Besides, besides not being hungry enough and asking the right questions and that blah, blah, blah. When as as comedy's going inside, no, here, bear with, come with, stay with me. I'm with you. Why are you? Oh no, because I'm just, I'm trying to. Th- you're like, I'm rambling. That's why. Yes, <laughs> and so I was just trying to keep up. I know. So okay. hold on. Basically, as a working comic, there's not a lot of stage time right now. Even as, even as comedy starts to open up more, what does a plebe like myself do besides? Is there anything in addition to? But what do you mean there's present. not enough stage time? Well, no, no, not as this transition into, like, we're... Because comedy, I don't know. When do you think How do you mean? 
How do you mean what there's I mean not is, a lot of stage time? What I mean is I don't think there's going to be many open mics, at least at comedy clubs. I don't think... Yes, they'll have shows, which, of course, I'd love to be on. How much were you getting up before COVID? Two or three times a week? You can get up two three times a week now. Okay. I guess there's no excuse. I mean, I at least get up when Wasabi has her open mics at the that's comedy what, in the park. That's once a week? I mean, she only does it once a week, yeah. Okay, so that's one. Yeah. Okay. That's, but I don't know any other open mics besides David Thorne's. I know Luna. I know Danny Luna. I've been telling people to talk to Danny Luna and Jackie Pearl. They are, like, you in the community. But I think you were only getting up two, three times a week. You can get up two, three times a week now. Every week? Nah, eh, I don't know. But if you actually just stayed in contact with basically the core group of, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 mm-hmm. plebs that are actually trying to... To make a thing in the desperate first stage time as well. Also, man, you know you can start a room, right? See, that's a good idea. That's you know a- you can start a room. Now you're at Miriam's, and Miriam's are yours. So now both of you guys are up on stage twice a week. When I when I was getting up, bro, I was getting up seven days a week. So what's my advice? Start getting up seven days a week. Yeah. Then stop. Then start complaining. And the and the and the and the. And the, the maybe the two three times that we can get up now is like welcome to Stockton, bitch. What do you think? What do you think Fresno comics get? That's Very a when people That's when a great point. Yeah, when people were complaining about like one of the great things. Well, what do you love Sacramento so more? It so much. Sacramento had so much stage time. There was a lot of stage time. Yeah. And at one point, we were oversaturated with four comedy clubs yeah. in the Sacramento area. Right, every one of them opened basically five days a week. Mm-hmm. Minimum, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, every comic that was two or three years in at that point um, wanted their own stage time, and then we had started an open mic. You could open mic that. Then Sacramento has a lot of artists. Period. There are just other open mics. So as ten years ago, twelve years ago, when I started or whatever the hell, up until a month before COVID. You could have gotten up on stage in Sacramento every single night. Yeah. Hell, get in your car and go to San Francisco. Now you can do two, three sets in a night. And people in Sacramento, they don't remember that hustle. They're not, it's, it's not like that for them. And then they started getting comfortable because we got so much stage time. Um, and so it's like if you're like complaining, it's like you're, you're, we're now in Sacramento. There's a lot less stage time. Because we were oversaturated before, yeah. But you, as far as the open mic scene, there's no. I haven't heard of any open mics, um, because I'm not like locked in at that point, and I'm just yeah. se- desperately yeah. looking for. That's not that's not your prerogative right now. But I mean, it is because I'm also rusty, right? So I'm I'm yeah. looking for little places to dust off. But I'm saying like, if you can get up two three times in 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 a week d- during Corona, you need to shut the fuck up because that that that's probably Fresno at its best. Yeah. You know, my man Tony Lee is out there savage. Doing what? Working those rooms? Doing what? No. Driving. Dude, driving to L.A., coming up here, hitting the Bay Area. Those guys, if you're a comic in Bakersfield, what the fuck? You know, if you're a 209 comic, there was like, oh, those 209 shows, they always have hella comics on it. Because they got to ride for each other. If they don't provide their own stage time, the stage time doesn't exist. They have... Zero clubs. Yeah, they have zero promoters. Zero. Bookers. There's no comedy clubs in Stockton. 
No. I didn't think there'd be one. There was one that, enough there was one that popped up for thing. a little bit and another one that popped up for a little bit. But there's not a, a regular comedy scene or a crowd in uh, Stockton that the scene has been able to draw. Don't they have at least two semi-pro um, yeah, sports teams? teams? Yeah. I know they have the ports. D-League for the Kings. And what are the ports? What, what sport They're a baseball that? team. They're a baseball team. And then they used to have a hockey team. They do still. They still have the Vikings? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're th- I mean... That's enough to have a, 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 a comedy. But they club. don't. That's weird. I don't but mean, they don't. I know Saul's running that mic for the longest time out of that. Mechanigans? Flanagan's? The theater. There was a theater. But they just, that's what I'm just saying. It's Stockton, man. It's Stockton. They don't want to laugh. They want to shoot people. So uh, it's just <laughs> two, being able to get up to two or three legit comedy open mics mm-hmm. is a, is a, is a, a luxury that most cities don't have. Okay. So if you, so so if you can get up two or three times, especially during Corona, that's that is a lot of open mic time. That is a lot of open mic time. Yeah. In reality, you know, is it enough to get you really really good? I don't think so. I think you got to get up every day. In which case, you got to get in your car. You got to go to San Francisco. You got to mm-hmm. beg for fucking sets. You got to connect with every other comic you know. And be like who's who's this? Who's booking? Who's whatever? Can I get on? You just ask. Mm. That's what it want, comes down if to. If you want advice, because Carlos um, Rodriguez, when he, he was doing his damn thing, and he was like, he was like, oh, I was a little bit off. He was like, I'm used to being outside. Like he's used to being outside. He's used to like because the, the laughs and the whatever. Like once you went back inside, and now you can hear the echoes. The laughs they kind of stay longer, mm. you know. But also, like it's everybody spread out. You gotta remember when we go back inside, it's not you're not going back inside. Yeah, we're not going back inside. We're you're going inside, and uh, laughs that holds two hundred and twenty some odd people now holds sixty. Yeah, you know that's what's going on, mm-hmm. or whatever fifty. I don't even know what it is, but it's like it's. We all know it's super hard when everybody's spread out. You know what I mean? You need that kind of infectious laughter because right. I mean, every time you go to a mic, I've, there's always one comic who bites a bullet and just sacrifices their set to get the, to get the audience to come sit, sit up, uh, to come sit That's a pro together. move. It is a real pro move. That's a pro move. And it's like, it's, we appreciate it too because mm. you sacrificed your fight. Everyone. It's your five minutes. That's it, and they just wasted at least half of it. Yeah, trying to 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 get an just complete. Strangers. When somebody does that, when somebody jumps on the the heckler grenade, yeah, and throws their set to let that person know to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Those are pro moves. Mm-hmm. I always dig that. Yeah, that is a pro move. I think it's probably a good place to wrap up. Is it? I think it is. I like it. Let's wrap. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling like a smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap. Hey. Ellis, people listening to this right now are like, this guy is fucking hilarious. Where can they find you? No, they're not. Well, where can they find you anyway to talk shit? Uh, Yes. If you don't think this is funny, your mom. And (laughs) your... My name's Ellis Rodriguez. You can find me anywhere um, as Ellis Rodriguez. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Illustrated. I'm also a cartoonist. It's like E-L-L... I- E-L-L-I-S-T-R-A-T-E-D. It's like illustrated, but with an E, basically. Yeah. I like it. Like, my first name is Ellis, so illustrated. Whoa! Um, so I can usually be found if you type in that. I do a little cartoon, or used to, so it's becoming back, Plato's Cave. And what um, was... Uh, Go Be a Clown was my album I dropped with the 800-pound gorilla. Shout out! 
Shout best out recording to the label in the country. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I'm out. I'm out doing local shows. When does the podcast come out? Soon? Uh, we'll come out next week. Find Ellis Rodriguez on Facebook and Instagram. I'm going to be throwing a, a live show at Laughs Unlimited. I'm mm-hmm. going to be getting a date. Um, there we go. To be announced probably this Friday. Okay. All right. If, if you're listening in Sacramento, Laughs Unlimited, there are finally comedy shows going on again. Go out. Laugh. Go support local comedy, please. That's fine. We, we, uh, literally, that's all we want to do is just make people laugh. Help us in our insanity, please. If you need to laugh, you need to come out. Hell yeah. Evo's yep. got that fire for you. Hells yes. And while you're at it, subscribe to us on Instagram, The Tangents Pod. You know, we're on Facebook. We're on Spotify. Well, I don't know. Why am I plugging podcast? Hey, <laughs> if you're liking the podcast, tell someone about it. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your estranged uncle who used to beat you. It's okay. You can bond over funny things. You can tell you, like, hey, that open mic comedian was, comedian was talking about, like, you know, kids getting beaten up. That's hilarious. You did that to me. And then now you have something to laugh friends. about. Exactly. All right. I love you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.